This is a podcast from Rover. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, look, it's fascinating. Uh, I haven't had time to read it all, but I've read bits and pieces throughout to try and get a feel for the book. Can you tell me something that most of us will probably never get to experience? The moment of realisation that from your high-powered athletic performances that you were going to be a quadriplegic, when it dawned on you that your whole life was about to change, can you describe that moment? Do you remember it? Yeah, so I remember waking up in the water with my friends kind of dragging me into shore and um, I'd been unconscious face down for a little while at that point and um, so they were lucky to get me breathing and um, I at first I I thought instantly it took me back to like five years earlier when I'd had another crash that kind of whiplashed me and it actually felt like it paralyzed me for about 30 seconds Mm. and so immediately I was like okay just relax it'll come back like last time. And then, you know, over time, uh, it just dawned on me that it wasn't, movement wasn't coming back. And it was really, um, you know, about a week later, I had about a week where I don't really remember much at all. And then, um, you know, waking up in the ICU and a little dawning on me. And at that point, I really didn't want to continue living. I Mm. just, you know, I thought there was no point in living without my physical abilities. So, Brad, with you saying that, how do you mentally overcome that feeling then? Um, I think initially it was just support. It was my friends and family being there, the Wakewood community rallying around me. You know, I started seeing fundraisers happening and messages coming in. And so that was really what helped me turn things around. And it was to, the the focus was to fight and to prove the doctors wrong. They gave me, you know, one to 2% chance of regaining upper limb function um so i was just determined to prove them wrong and to get my movement back which you know i spent like three years full-time rehab you know that was my core focus and um with when my movement didn't come back over that time that kind of sent me into a bit of a depression Mm -hmm. so it really forced a a mental shift and a perspective change Mm -hmm. um, in order for me to to kind of find my my happiness and and peace again so it's been eight years, if my maths is still up to scratch, uh, Brad, since this happened. When did you turn that corner and decide that actually with what had happened, you could change other people's lives and perspectives? Um, so that came in, what was it, around mid-2017. And it was kind of when I, it's a chapter in the book that's called Breakdowns to Breakthroughs. Mm. And... It's really when I reached my lowest point and I realized that I wasn't going to get my arm movement back through sheer determination. And I realized that, well, you know, maybe that's not the only way. Maybe there's a way for me to regain my happiness without getting my movement back. Mm. Um, And I was very fortunate to have a a life guru, um, sort of a guide through this whole process, a woman named Susie who came in and just became like a therapist. Um, she was a kinesiologist and sort of a, a friend from before the accident um, who would just come and sit with me each week and we'd talk and, and kind of peel back the layers and face the uncomfortable truths and things that I really needed to, to look at in order for me to find happiness again. Brett, I'm only asking this because I feel like you are going to be able to answer it honestly. Mentally, can you cope with this book being out? Because I can hear the emotion there, obviously. Mm. 
is it part of your therapy releasing this book? 100%. Writing it was a huge, huge part of the therapy. Well, I have to say, Brad, I obviously we all here admire you, and I'm sure many of our listeners are going to feel the same way. Yeah, thank you. And I think that's, that's the main thing that I want people to take away from reading the book is to learn what I've learned without going through what I've been through. And I've, um, you know, they say adversity can be an asset. And I think the adversity I've gone through, I want to, to use that to be an asset for others to be able to to try to get through uh, any struggles they're going through in their lives. So that's kind of my hope with, with the book. Brad, you are an absolute legend. Yeah, man. And just the way you're talking this morning, just so raw and authentic. And uh, we really appreciate that. And thank you so much. We've actually got three signed copies to give away to our listeners. Um, so for the lucky ones, 0800 More FM. Love your work, mate, and uh, all the best. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate you having me on.